This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM, Community Conscious Radio. Right, you're tuned to WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. This is Community Speaks, and I'm your host, Patro Mabili. And we're gonna welcome you to talk about a number of things today. But as we head towards the end of July, celebrating Pride Month, we once again look at the political and cultural landscape regarding human rights. Also, you asked and I will deliver recommended books here on Community Speaks. And we will also keep a close watch on technological change and its impacts on society, as you indicated last week. So stay tuned. This is your chance to call in, text or email your thoughts. Irene is waiting for your calls. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Here on this expanded hour of Public Interest Radio on Monday, Community Speaks. The book that I wanted to bring to your attention uh, is called Age of Barbarity, The Forgotten Fight for the Soul of Florida. We'll talk a little bit about that. But first, today is the day, June 26th, is the day that the Supreme Court back in 2013 and in 2015 le- gave a down a handed down two positive rulings for the LGBTQ community. The Supreme Court in 2013 ruled in a 5-4 decision uh, defeating the the conservatives that, that Section 3 of the Defense of Marriage Act is unconstitutional and in violation of the Fifth Amendment to the United States Constitution. And in 2015, that uh, Supreme Court, the same number of ruling, 5-4, against the conservatives that same-sex couples have a constitutional right to marriage under the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution. But as we are watching legislation here in 2023 come out of Florida, the world is watching this legislation as as well as we are coming out of Florida. We are watching what is happening in the world as well. And uh, the Supreme Court continues to strike down much of Florida's agenda against the LGBTQ community. To briefly sum up how the human rights campaign is viewing this moment, let's take a listen to Watchdog Group's president, the human rights campaign's president. Her name is Kelly Robinson. Just to get things started today here on Community Speaks, wanted to get a a summation of how they see it. It's only couple of minutes long and this is the hrc president testifying before the senate on lgbtq plus rights i've come here today with a single message the lgbtq people lgbtq plus people of the united states are living in a state of emergency This is not an exaggeration. This is not a dramatization. More than 525 anti-LGBTQ plus bills have been introduced this year in the states. More than 220 of those bills target the transgender community, many targeting children, transgender children. And more than 75 of those anti-LGBTQ plus bills have now become law. The purpose of these laws is to facilitate a rise in political extremism by alienating and isolating LGBTQ plus Americans. And the impact of these laws is truly alarming. 
There are also more conversations among families about whether the state where they live is safe for their children. A mother of two transgender teens who is deciding whether to move from her hometown in Texas told me simply, we have accepted that this state is not safe. It is like a war zone. Such fear has no place in the United States of America. Although this is a state of emergency, I believe that we still live in a land of infinite possibility, a nation that prides itself on progress. For every Tennessee, there is a Minnesota which has recently passed a statewide ban on so-called conversion therapy. For every Florida, there is a Michigan, which recently became the 22nd state to make LGBTQ plus non-discrimination protections law. For every Texas, there is a Pennsylvania, which is on the cusp of becoming the 23rd state to do so. For every Defense of Marriage Act, there is a Respect for Marriage Act. And for every extremist, there are many, many more Americans who support LGBTQ plus rights. Our nation is greater than all of this hate. And we must take action now to end this emergency and secure equality for every American, without exception. That was Kelly Robinson. She is the president of the Human Rights Campaign. And uh, she was just making a summation of where we are and where we could be going. And, uh, you know, doctors say support for gender transitions have been driving youth suicides. And uh, just to delve a little deeper into that, I was uh, looking at this article where one doctor says they are, we are affirming that they should hate themselves. And, you know, a physician at a children's hospital that offers cross-sex medical procedures to minors anonymously shared his concerns that the practice was driving children to suicide in an interview with Christopher Rufo for the City Journal, a publication for the Manhattan Institute. Um, he said three core tenets of the theory behind medical gender transitions are that patients truly are whichever sex they say they are, that doctors should automatically affirm patients' gender identity and that patients are more likely to commit suicide if they do not receive cross-sex medical interventions. And that's according to that one doctor. Other doctors have previously said that transgender suicide rates is exaggerated and warned that frequent references to transgendered suicides by doctors and activists usually exacerbate suicide risk in a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, you know, those are two different reality, two different realities from doctors, uh, opinions rather from doctors. So what do you think? 813-239-9663. You know, before we started talking about the healthcare issues, uh, there were, already people who were violently attacking people who are transgendered. So, and the society responded with a sort of, you know, it just sort of ignored it. But, and I guess because most of those who were being murdered were black transgendered people. So now is the time for us to wake up. You know, should people be given the benefit of the doubt? when they say they want this transition and who are we to say no really that's their business that's their life and if and it is medical care in my opinion but what do you think 813-239-9663 you know we look at this issue across the uh the world you know there's the uh response that we saw when Uganda 
passed its anti-LGBTQ laws, um, even pushing for the death penalty for certain types of same-sex practices. Uh, But now we're hearing that Kenya could follow Uganda in passing such laws. Muhammad Ali doesn't believe there's one person in, in Kenya who doesn't believe gay Africans exist. He says homosexuality is a Western invention imposed on the continent and openly gay Africans are liars seeking to visas, seeking visas to the West or money from rights groups. Uh, so is that attitude that is pushing these kinds of laws uh, while at the same time we know that there are a lot of Western churches, especially evangelical churches and people from the call themselves missionaries from the West, especially from the United States, who are on the continent of Africa promoting these kinds of anti-LGBTQ laws. And so who is who is really at fault when it comes to looking at what is happening on the continent? 813-239-9663. I see you're already calling. Uh, we're going to go straight away to the telephone calls. This is Community Speaks, and we, of course, want to hear from you, the community. But uh, just taking a, a further look at what is happening internationally, uh, the weeks after Uganda, as I said, enacted one of the most draconian anti-LGBT laws on earth, and are the is the government of Kenya poised to follow suit? in formulating their own bills that punish gay sex or prison or even death in some cases, according to uh, a draft law that two lawmakers are backing in the parliament. Um, The draft of Kenya's family protection bill, as they're calling it, uh, as reported by Reuters News, mirrors many aspects of the Ugandan law, which was signed by President Yoweri Museveni at the end of May to the dismay of the LGBT community, human rights campaigners, and many in Western capitals. Uh, Gay sex is punishable by at least 10 years in jail under the proposed Kenyan law, while aggravated homosexuality, which includes gay sex with a minor or disabled person, or when a terminal disease is passed on, brings the death penalty. Uh, Is that just overreaction? And, you know, so as people have been, especially as we have watched people celebrate pride here in Tampa Bay and all over this country, uh, they are facing these kinds of laws here in the state of Florida, in many states all over this country. And the Supreme Court has so far started to rule against some of these laws. It's too draconian. Uh, But there are many state legislatures and uh, state Supreme Courts that are following along with this right-wing uh, draconian draconianism on this cultural issue. This is, uh, in my opinion, more culture war issues for people to try to build their political uh, fortunes on. But are we falling for it? You know, the United States, just as I said, the 5-4 ruling back in 2013 and 2015 we were on the right path and all of a sudden we're following the lead of some of the most backward elements on this earth. 813-239-9663. I'm going to go straight away 
to the telephone lines to see what you have to say here on Community Speaks. Sharon of Tampa, you are weighing in. You say what? Hello. Hi, Sharon. Yes. You're hi. on the air. Um, hi, how you doing? Good. Um, good. Um, well, I just want to say, um, first of all, that I am um, very upset about um, the example that we're giving the youth um, today, uh, the youth of today, um, uh, about acceptance and um, respect and, you know, um, you know, the values mm -hmm. that we should be giving to everybody, um, you know, um, transgender, um, people, um, especially I feel, um, you know, uh, with the, with the school bathrooms and, and, you know, um, the violence towards them is, is scary to me, because, you know, um, when, when, when our teenagers go out into the world and get jobs and you know or in society and have to make choices of their own you know uh they should they should we we should have taught them values um like respect and decency and dignity towards towards everybody who deserves it and um and if if a transgender person treats you with respect and treats themselves with respect and dignity then, then, you know, my goodness, you know, they should be, the, the youth of today should know to treat them back mm -hmm. with respect and dignity. And, and that's all I have. To but say. hasn't that, we're living at a point where we're sending a mixed message because it used to be a time where, when no one came to the defense of anyone who was being bullied, especially by kids. And now, you know, it's almost as if we're giving carte blanche to bully. Yeah, I, I it's for sure. It, it that's that's crazy to me. Um, you know, because in the school system it, it's supposed to be teaching anti-bullying. Um, first of all, so I don't understand that at all. That is totally two different mixed messages, which is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, it, to, to to it's disgusting to allow any type of bullying and 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 you know in in school or anywhere else. And, um, yeah. So this, so this just goes against the grain of common sense. Yeah, it goes against the grain of, of common sense. And, you know, and like I said, you know, values and, you know, um, and, and what we want, you know, it's what to think forward. What is the big picture that we're going right. to do? What, what do we really want in society? Where, where are we going? You know, and it's, I just think it's a selfish agenda by the legislatures of Florida and um, our governor and, and with um, selfish, political, narcissistic values. So that's uh, my opinion. Sharon, I think you raised the most important question. Where are we going with all of this? And what mm -hmm. do we want from all of this? Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a Sorry about that. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Uh, Ron from Mango, uh, you're on next talking uh, about separate but equal. How do you mean, Ron from Mango? Yes, sir. I appreciate the discussion, my beloved. Hey. But this came to me early this morning. I have a question to pose to you because this goes out to the community, really. Uh, if somebody pushes you, 
do you have to let them push you or can you push them back when they push you? Well, I was raised. Just your, pers- <laughs> your personal opinion. Yeah, you're supposed Male, to. female, otherwise. Like if I come on your job right now, you're in there doing your thing and I push you off of your seat. How, how would you respond, or what is the response that oh. you're supposed to have? Well, yeah, my uh, initial reaction would probably be to, to strike back, but uh, oftentimes that's not my reaction. My reaction, it, it depends on the ferocity of the of the attack. Right. And the reason I ask that, because stuff like that's been happening. That's like uh, I sat on George Floyd's neck, and nobody did anything, and everybody's watching. And there's no response. Right. And okay, I'm leading that by saying, this came to me this morning, early. Uh, we live in a separate but equal society. Plessy Burst Ferguson supposed to decide that, but it didn't. Remember you say, when things, and I say it too, when things are brought into effect, then there's also a residual effect or some other effect under that umbrella that we don't recognize. Might be intent and purpose in most instances. But the reason I'm saying that, and this is why I call, because, yeah, you're going to get all those rights for LGBT. We got all those rights for, for being African-American, but we've landed worse off. The situation is more dire than in the 30s, and they're trying to ignore that and play like it don't exist. Even though we have nice things and all that, that is not the extent of our livelihood, at least not mine. You know, I don't live in a society where I, I, I can look at the other person and say, we cool. I don't live in that society. Some of them look at me with discontent, maybe because I talk on the radio, et cetera, et cetera, maybe because I have an opinion. But this separate but equal is not going to work. We can't be equal to you, and we're separate. And i give you right. a good example. I was watching the basketball game last night. The girls, I don't hardly watch them, but I like both of them. Give them a chance. I was watching the girls. And then I noticed Mabile. I looked at the court, and it says it was L.A. Sparks and uh, whoever they was playing yesterday. But I noticed because they were playing in L.A., and they had their own court. So they went and spent all this money to create a whole new system just for girls' basketball. So you're going to have that for LGBT. You're going to have that for donuts that come in the future or cream nuts or whatever they make because this is a system of separate but equal. Oh, you want to be equal to me? Well, I'll make it separate, but now you feel equal, right? You feel the gist of that? Yeah, I think I do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we got going on here. Long as they can fool the majority of the people that, oh, we're equal, man. Look, you can do this. You can do that. We're not equal. I can't even leave my community and go to your community and ride through without being accosted. I'm telling you the God honest truth. But you can come in my community. I guess we are equal. See? But then it's still separate because I can't come into yours. I can't get the same voting rights. I can't get the same... Equality and foods and services, goods and services, all of that, man. It's playing into a bigger picture. So, ma'am, I don't know who you are, and I never heard from you, but you had some good points and opinion. I can feel your sympathy. But African-American kids have a lot more on their plate and table than to just accept a new group or culture. And I'm not trying to minimize anything. I'm just saying uh, I think that would be like the farthest thing from their mind to try to deal with. Well, I mean, you have to, I think, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you didn't, but I tied it up by saying this. I'm teaching my child to be whatever they can be to be, you know, productive people in society. This other stuff that comes along, I might not have the chance to do it. I might disagree. Whatever. You know, as a parent, 
So my child might not have that benefit when you're jumping on the child saying, oh, you should feel the child should understand. If you know they, they don't have no idea of what's going on. They haven't been taught what people have did in society that were of the LGBT. They don't know none of that history. So that's the stuff that actually shutting that system down, right? Because there's no information. It's just acceptance. And then they tell you this and that. And then the parents might tell the child that's wrong based on religious epithets or whatever. So it's much of a dilemma. And when I was a child, I didn't, I mean, I had a, a cousin that was six foot eight or something, and he was LGBT, came from Philadelphia to stay with us. I never messed with him. I wouldn't mess with him. But, I mean, he treated me fair, I treated him fair till he left. Right. You know, but his daddy didn't like it. I mean, his daddy didn't get along. So, I mean, but that was my cousin, and I, he's from Philadelphia. I don't know what he into or what. I didn't use, I mean, he was older, but I didn't never take it like, oh, I'm going to do something to you. No, none of that, man. Well, that was good. It was good that he had an opportunity to, to be around other family that didn't just reject him like the father did, you know. Yeah, him, him and his father wound up fighting about something, and I, I yeah, I didn't like that. And yeah. I found out his father was a little worse than he was, so, you know, that's just for pointing the finger. You look at this stuff, you'll say, oh, he was worse than the child he come out with something, see? Right. So that's the reason why separate is inherently unequal. Because the uh, the fact of the matter is, these are there are black people who are gay, lesbian, transgendered, and so that with the idea of precedence being set, if you know they they're given they had to fight for rights because they were black. You know, the previous generation had to fight for rights, the right to vote, and their civil rights, the right to be able to use public as. Uh, yeah. Exactly, and now those same black people, the descendant, uh, the children, grandchildren of those same black people, could be denied public accommodations because yeah. they're gay. You know, yeah. so you know those the rights that we fought for as black people should uh, is supposed to be available to everybody once those rights are won. You know, That's right. so is not separate. Everybody is equally can access those rights. And we're showing that gay people are not given that same, they're human beings and, and some of them are people of color. So, you know, they, they should already have those rights. And that's why these legislations are draconian and out of place for a lot of people. You, you know why I have a problem with, with people not accepting other people? Cause it was done to me. <laughs> so, I can respect anybody else but the people who do that kind of stuff to people or done to me. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it, and that's just my take on it. But at the same time, we all human beings. We all have flaws. And the Bible said we all fall short of the glory of God, so I don't see what the issues are. But at the same time, it needs to be known that we all been struggling for whatever, and that's what I was saying earlier, Mabile, they got to start that struggle all over, which is actually a setback, because what that does is push all the broke right that we had backwards. It pushed exactly. everything back. You know, like if they can be accepted as inferior and, and, and defective, then you you got it fall back on us, fall out, which it always is. And I'll say this to sum it up by getting off this phone. I said this to my son today. You know, if it was if it was equal and not separate like it should be because that's what the Constitution is supposed to stand for everybody all people naturally say it right in there okay 
uh, I've heard some of the radical people say this about African-American people, and I finally figured it out because it needs to go where it needs to go. When we have riots, they always say, oh, look, they're burning up. They're tearing up their own place. But why do we have our riots? And nobody answers that. <laughs> because you came in and into somebody else's community and you did an ungodly act. <laughs> and an untoward act. And we can't talk to you. We waited and see what the results would be. But you say every time that there was nothing done to you. Now, I'm a human being. You come in there and chop me in little pieces and say, everybody see you do it. And then we say, hey, we want him prosecuted. And you let it. Oh, in fact, the guy that shot the women, the people in uh, the church in uh, South Carolina, after the cops arrested, they took him to McDonald's. See what I'm saying? So those are, mm-hmm. that, that's worse than a mixed message. That's like full total support. Yeah. That's something that was atrocious. So I, in my mind, couldn't fathom how people sit on wearing badges and titles and all that and say the stuff that come out their mouth and their heart because that they, they, they certainly are just following the person before them that was misled and misguided. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we all uh, 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 human beings, supposedly now. Human beings, that's right. We should be uh, have a right to the tree of life, no matter what it is. It's our life, and, and, and we should be able to strive for that without interference. That's the problem, all this interference. But, so there's no... They started as separate, but equal has never been equal. If, if they punish the bad actors like they're supposed to, there would be no million-dollar, billion-dollar loss of property and lives. See? It's just that simple. That's because it's separate and equal. You want to say we're equal, but we're separate from you, so that's how you treat the people that are uh, separate. So we need to get rid of the separate. Yeah. And I thought Plessy Ferguson did it. That's why I mentioned that. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to do it. <laughs> Might need a new one. Might need a new one that says, for all people, animals, hey, you'll take care of animals. You won't let them get beat to death. You won't let nobody run over. You won't let nobody sit out there and stomp them in the ground. Okay? Yeah. That's all I'm saying, man. So that, that, that just makes sense. I mean, people can go anywhere. They should feel free anywhere they go to be who they want. Because I laugh at you, but I think you're that funny. I'm not trying to be offended by you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Life, life should be full of fun and not put all this despair, disgust, right. and, and guile that we're yeah. faced against. With all, with all the monies and stuff they take in and spend, and we still got this kind of mess. They send up another rocket over here, tell the rocket people to pay for some of these problems we got. <laughs> <laughs> hey. They got big banks. Why they can't support the community they destroying? Yeah. That's a good question. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> we're going to take a little bit of a break and uh, we'll get back to the conversation. You're tuned to Community Speaks here on 88.5 FM. Our name is Patro Mobili. And uh, looking for your telephone calls and your emails, you can write me at djwmnf.org. Gifts of stock, real You can help WMNF now and into the future by donating gifts of stock, real estate, retirement assets, or a life insurance policy. It's easy to leave a legacy of love. Just call Ian at 813-238-8001 or go to WMNF.org slash planned giving to get started today. (laughs) 
This is Community Speaks here on your non-commercial radio station, WMNF. My name is Patrick Mobili. Looking for your telephone calls, 813-239-9663. We're talking about the agenda to reduce the rights of LGBTQ community here in the month of June as we are commemorating Pride Month and as they are trying to navigate in this country, especially in this state of Florida and on this globe, there's uh, a feeling that this is this Florida is a state of hate with the agenda that's coming out of the legislature and uh, we just heard Ron on the phone talking about separate but equal and uh that occurred to me that when we talked about the bathroom laws, which just seemed completely strange that this was being taken up by legislature, would that necessitate the need for a third bathroom just for the transgendered? Uh, or does the unisex bathroom already provide that? So I'm just wondering, you know, where we're headed, that's what the first caller asked, where are we headed with all of this? What's going to be the outcome? Who's going to benefit from all of this, these, uh, this legislation that seeks to reduce the rights of people, LGBTQ community? Uh, we've seen two legislations in 2013 and 2015 that seem to be headed towards progress you know, the same-sex marriage, right? And he, but is we're seeing some uh, opinions come out of the Supreme Court today. A lot of the Florida agenda against the LGBT community, those laws are being struck down. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Renita from Bartow. Good to hear from Bartow. You say what on this issue? Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. Uh, wouldn't it be nice for everyone to just have an attitude for the L, uh, like LB, LBGQ community, mm -hmm. just love? It would be. <laughs> and also, um, wouldn't it be something that if the governor's kids are trans, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. <laughs> what he'll do then? And I would also, wonder. I need Brother Life, Yvette Lewis, and Walter, and that passionate caller from Winter Gardens, and the other one, the other lady from, um, I believe she's from Tampa. Asking why is the Jewish community sitting back watching black people just fail and see these folks doing, got their knee on our neck, still keeping us down. We can't get a grocery store. Can't even get a grocery store in the corner where all these black people live. Mm -hmm. And um, I just think people are just racist, especially the, the governor we currently have. And I'm just thinking the LBG community, I just love them because they're so creative. I think there's just, just a, lot of, a lot of jealousy. So thank you. I appreciate y'all. Um, celebrating this. Yeah. I appreciate it. Because everybody needs love. Everybody their own self. They need to be able to live how they want to live and that's it. Nobody should be interfering. Even by um, women's rights by having a baby. Right, right. And then when the baby get here, they don't want to feed the baby. They want you to have a baby but don't want to feed it when it gets here or take care of it, going to a hospital and stuff. Help you, yeah. Okay. I got so much stuff. But anyway, that's I know. it. I'll let somebody else talk. Bye. Thank you for calling, Renita. 813-239-9663. Or you could write me, DJ, at WMNF. 
org. Um, it's always interesting the the questions that are posed because you know it points out the the fallacies and the contradiction. What if the governor's children end up growing up and making such a choice that doesn't uh, correspond with their sex at birth? That would be interesting to see how he would respond to that. Would these laws be definitely overturned a few years from now, when if and when that happens? Uh, but the question that the doctors that doctors have posed in reality, uh, if you, we're the doctors want to support it says support for gender transitions, um, and uh, not supporting them does that drive suicide or does supporting them drive suicide? And uh, the doctors are saying, at least this one doctor, this one physician at a children's hospital. Hospital says that we are affirming that they should hate themselves. And that's the last thing we need to be doing. 813-239-9663. The society through legislation is showing hatred. And as a result, people are feeling that they have to hate themselves. uh, Especially parents of these children feel like they have to flee. They have to make themselves refugees from the states that they're in, especially some here in Florida saying they have to have to flee Florida in these laws, just as some women have felt they had to flee Florida because of the abortion ban. Um, now we have states that are so hell-bent on banning abortion that they would criminalize those who leave their state to go to a uh, a state where they can get one and try to criminalize anyone who helped. Uh, just as Texas tried to pass uh, the law that says you could sue anyone who gets an abortion, whether you knew them or not. So does this kind of big brotherism that is growing under these conservatives, under this conservative rule, is this the direction we really want to go in? Or are we going to stand up and push back? 813-239-9663 is the number to call. You are tuned to Community Speaks. I'm going to go straight away back to the telephone lines so that you can call and weigh in on what is happening and where we're going. Go ahead, call it. You're on Community Speaks. Gary from St. Pete. Yeah, that's me. Let me just turn my radio off real quick. Uh, right. There we go. Uh, I'm a 64-year-old gay man. Uh, and I went to the festival yesterday, and I walked from uh, MLK up to 28th Street and back, you know, in the thing, and I almost died of heat stroke. Mm. But, uh, you know, I was disappointed, to be honest with you, that uh, all these young people just treated me with such uh, disrespect, and uh, basically I was invisible the whole time I was there. And uh, so I was very disappointed. You mean the people you were celebrating Pride with? Who I was trying to celebrate. And they all were, but, uh, you know, in their own little cliques there and cliques there. And so it was almost like, uh, I don't know, high school. It, it, uh, mm-hmm. But high school was all straight people, you know, doing shit to me. Oh, stuff to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's my own people doing it. Mm-hmm. So to speak, so to speak. But uh, anyway, irregardless of that, I was so 
thinking about the transgender bathroom bill. Mm-hmm. I could tell you what would stop that real quick is the first time a transgender man walked into a women's room because that was what he was born as or whatever, you know, that was his sex at birth. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So if a man walks into that's when this all stops. They just want to stop the uh, girls and women who used to be boys from, well, existing, really, because. That's what this country's all about, the straight white patriarchy. Right. I mean, so, it, took, um, it was a big struggle to get women to be able to play on, on yeah. in, in men's football, for instance. Yeah. So now, is that going to go away? Because we can't have someone born a man who now claims to be a girl playing yeah. in a girl's team. Right. So. Like, yeah. So, it's, it, you know. People need to realize that this is all the beginnings of fascism. This is exactly what happened in Germany as Hitler was coming into power. These, uh, anti, you know, discriminatory bills and and trying to uh, legislate people out of existence. Right. Yeah, the whole thing. People need to wake up and realize this is actually going on right now. Right, history repeating itself. Exactly, exactly. Nobody learns from history. They don't even want to teach history. At least not. How do you know why? Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. You know, so I mean, I admit I'm a white man, but I'm a gay white man, so I don't subscribe to anything the straight white man wants to put on (laughs) anybody at all. Yeah, so uh-huh. well, that's what I had to say. I just wanted to get a few things off my chest. All right, Gary, and it's unfortunate that you saw you you found you felt felt un yeah welcome I at the pride that, situation. Yeah, 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 I did, and it disappointed because I've participated in every one every year, pretty much, mm-hmm. maybe with the exception of the COVID year. But, uh, you know, yeah. it's just... Um, well, young I people are going to be young people no matter what their <laughs> orientation is. And, you know, I'm hoping that they're, you know... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But anyway, um, trying to band together to get things done mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're young. You know, and I want I want them to be uh, politically savvy and and engaged in everything going on. Right. So um, hopefully that's what's happening, but they could be a little kinder to the older generation. Yeah, maybe hopefully that'll be the next conscious raising that goes on. But yeah, I think their consciousness yeah. is being raised by all of the legislation that they're seeing coming down it against is. them. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. And I signed, there was people walking around with, uh, I signed the third party uh, thing they wanted to get on the ballot, to, you know, for a third party to... Yeah, be able to run and stuff, and also the abortion thing. I signed that. Okay, because, you know I don't. They're not. The other side is not pro-life. They're pro-forced birth because they don't give a damn what happens to the kid when it's born. Right. As long as it's born. right, and we certainly see evidence of that neglect. Yeah. Oh, definitely the foster uh, care system, everything. And then, of course, the correlation with. Gay couples not being able to adopt. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I wouldn't do it personally, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I want other people to have the right to do it. That's right. That's so right. Uh, you know, I, I fight for all that stuff. I'm I'm a bleeding heart liberal from the sixties, and I 
Well, yeah, I'm glad I'm you're people. here. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm glad I'm here, too. <laughs> Thank you so much, and I appreciate you and everything you're doing here at the space. Oh, by the way, I didn't notice a WMNF booth at the festival. Oh, I think, yeah, we were there. We Oh, really? I out. didn't see it. It was hard to uh, see everything, you know. It was, it was almost, uh, it was an onslaught of everything, you know, the colors of people, the... It's just so I didn't get a chance to check every single booth, so I must have missed it. Yeah. Okay. Thank well, you. Well, you have a good day. You too, Gary. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, you've, re- you've really lit up the phone lines. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. I think there's two lines available right now. I'm going to go to Lakeland and talk to Ray and see what he has to say. What's your, your, your what What's your comment, Ray? Yes, sir. Bless you and uh, everyone you love. Um, I just uh, been thinking about this conversation, and the big thing that nobody's talking about is uh, the hypocrisy. Okay, if you remember back in 9-11, we were all afraid. We all had to trust that our government was trying to protect us, so we gave up our rights uh, to surveillance. We gave up our rights to privacy. And now we have an issue where... Uh, they're saying parental rights was important, but our government is trying to dictate what's taught in our schools over parents' concerns and, and parents' wishes. Uh, we have laws now that are being passed. Well, they were stopped by the uh, by the court, but they're trying to pass laws to say you can't take your children or you plan on taking your children. Right? Uh, uh, adult being shows or whatnot. I remember being a kid watching Eddie Murphy, uh, and that put a spark of, uh, of, uh, of humor, of comedy into me. Well, now Eddie Murphy, you know, he has a repertoire, so it didn't hurt me because of what he became. Um, we're all people, and um, we have to work as a community. We have to look out for each other, but um, I trust my neighbor a lot more than I trust Ron DeSantis, the Ron DeSantis that never eaten dinner at my table. Yeah, I just. Yeah. God bless. The hypocrisy. You're right. I mean, I just wonder if um, someone is going to come around and say, "Well, certain movies with with men dressed up as women, like Medea or Big Mama's House with uh, Martin Lawrence, is is now considered off limits. You can't show even that in schools or anywhere without being in violation of this draconian law." Uh, 813-239-9663. I'm going to go to Brooksville, talk to Tom. Tom, you say what? Here on Community Speaks. Hey, Tom. <laughs> hey, Mo Billy. Hey. I'm a little bit nervous right now. Well, I love your show, Deep bro. Breath. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, the one thing is what I feel like is they're trying to legislate hate and fear. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, remember when Obama legalized gay marriage and all the, the Supreme Court. that went ahead of it. Same-sex marriage, yeah. And all the hoopla. I was like, oh no. Yeah. If it becomes legal, everyone's going to turn gay. Yeah. It's just fear. <laughs> it's just fear. And uh, unfortunately, our governor's trying to make a lot of fearful things. Right. Law. And to what end? 
just so he can accumulate power? To separate, to divide and separate. To divide. Mm. Divided people are easy to control. Mm. Yeah, if everyone's scared of each other, then they just stay away from each other, and that's no good. And then they'll vote on one accord on anything. (laughs) If they're afraid and and not sure how the government's going to react, whether or not they are going to be tracked, their votes are going to be tracked, or whether or not they're going to be uh, disenfranchised or whatever. I mean, but my, my, son, my son is trans. He's, uh, he's 32 years old. And, he, you know, he's, he, he comes and visits me a few times a year. And right now it's like, and I'm just like, uh, you know, I just, like, I just don't know if it's good for you to come. Hmm. My place is safe. You know, my yeah. house at home. But, you know, I'm just getting nervous, you know, about him out in public. Yeah, I think that the the best thing, though, is is to not show fear. Not I run know. and stand up and I fight. Know. I agree. I agree. That's why right. I'm here on Mondays every day. <laughs> All right. Well, peace. Put it time. in their face. Thank you, Tom, from Brooksville. Brooksville of all places. Thank you. Let's go uh, talk to John. I'm not sure where John is calling from, but he's been waiting for a while. John, where are you calling from? Can you hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm calling from Dunedin. Or actually, Dunedin, because the cool people live in Dunedin and all the snobs live in Dunedin. <laughs> Isn't your governor from Dunedin? That's what I heard. Not my governor. My oh. governor's an idiot. And <laughs> <laughs> so is my sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for sheriff in 2024. It's about time we had a sheriff with a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. It's uh, I just wanted to call in and uh, I like your show. I love this. Uh, I love your station on the extreme left side of the radio dial. Yeah. And uh, but I hear a Christian station snuck into the left of you guys. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I know. Right? Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to I compete. I listen to you guys, and I listen to... Wait, wait a second. <laughs> right. So I just, you know, I just like the subject today, and uh, I, wasn't, I actually called in for the sustainable living, but I'm, uh, apparently I was late. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I've been down here since 1980, came down to go to USF, and dropped out of that, became a flight attendant at a major airline. Mm-hmm. And I've been on uh, long-term disability for 12 years now because of uh, the city of Dunedin's poor maintenance of their roads. And that's part of my lawsuit against them. Mm-hmm. But uh, they've been harassing me. <laughs> they've been violating my... They took $900,000 worth of yard of them off my yard a couple weeks ago. <laughs> wow. So uh, I, in the process of... I had, uh, my lawyer referred me to a First Amendment lawyer. He told me to call back today to get a referral to a better First Amendment lawyer. But uh, yeah, I'm 60, almost 69 years old and... Uh, I'm I'm having more fun now than I ever did when I was younger. <laughs> that's great. What are you doing that that's uh, creating this uh, this sort of happiness at this age? Well, I uh, I buy a lot of stuff at the sheriff's youth ranch and the other, uh, my church's thrift shop, and uh, uh, I deck remind the process of remodeling my house, which you never live in a house you're remodeling in. Rent a pack rat, clear it out, get it done, and then put it back in. But uh, I've had a uh, Going through girlfriends left and right, 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Are, are you transitioning? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like halfway there. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, uh, I had a, a mentor that said I have to go all the way. And uh, so that's a big decision there. <laughs> yeah, very big. And, and, but I go, I'm a Navy veteran. I'm in contact with my uh, doctor and psychiatrist at the VA about it. And then I have a really good primary uh, health uh, doctor up on Main Street in Dunedin. And uh, she's got my she's got me taking my diabetes seriously. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you could lose your feet and legs from it. <laughs> really? Yeah, you catch a serious illness. I didn't, I just thought I was I thought I could control my diet exercise. I was you're way past that point. <laughs> oh man. Well, but uh, yeah, I'm a collector. I uh, I have a very eclectic collection of art and Disney, Barbies, anything Barbie. Oh, yeah? And, uh, That's going to be worth something. <laughs> he and I would discuss stocks, and his wife collected uh, Barbie dolls, and they retired five years early. Her portfolio of Barbie dolls were three times more than his stocks. <laughs> oh, man. See, I'm not so surprised. I, like Barbie dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I got one bedroom. It's all dolls. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. It's, it's actually scary. Uh, take <laughs> a picture. I don't know it. It's like, whoa, <laughs> they're staring at me. <laughs> Uh, take a picture. Send it to us. Yeah, I'm gonna move okay. on. I have to. I have just a few minutes left, but I'd certainly enjoy talking to you. Okay, I'll, I'll take some pictures, send them to you, and uh, and uh, I, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna come over and start. Uh, I used to be a DJ in college. I'm gonna come over and do some DJ work for you guys if you don't have me. <laughs> okay, certainly. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. It's a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Same here. Have a best day. You Bye -bye. too. Bye. Desiree, Desiree, you're calling. You're talking about the health issue real quick from Brandon. You say what? Um, so, uh, first of all, congrats, sorry, congratulations to John, and um, I'm sorry to Gary. Mm -hmm. um, so about the health issue, this was a few years ago, mostly online. Um, but uh, in, I think, 2016, 2014, um, there was unfortunately a young trans girl who was not supported by her parents in her transition. Mm, um, wow. And unfortunately, she took her, her, her own life. And her name was, her chosen name was Leela Alcorn. I do not remember her dead name, but even in death, she was disrespected. Um, so if you're in the online youth spaces, especially on Tumblr, uh, her name is really the one that a lot of people around my age remember. Um, and then speaking to Gary and uh, how he felt left out, this is a more recent issue, especially online, but it's not just within queer spaces. It's really all over. Mm -hmm. um, where a lot of younger people, they have seen the backlash uh, and they think that, hey, if I say that these are the unacceptable people, it makes me look normal comparatively. So therefore I can assimilate better. And that's just, you know, between the cycle of uh, othering your family. Yeah. <laughs> much. No. Um, so it really is just a large issue in general. Uh, and it's like, it's, you know, the fear and anxiety right. and overall it's not contributing to the healthy space no. that we all need. Um, so yeah, I'll try to get one more person in there. 
All right. Have a nice day. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, let's see if I can get one more in there. Joe from Lakeland, you say what? On You had a comment about African governments. Yes, sir. Hey, good, good afternoon. Thank you for what you're doing, guys. Uh, hey, look, so there's been a recent, I'd like to see an investigation, actually, as to there's a big Christian uh, group who's gone to Africa and gone in there and influenced their government to the recent draconian uh, laws that have come out that they are actually uh, felony imprisonment. They are going all after uh anyone who's gay, lesbian, anything other than, you know, what they consider straight. Uh, this is rolled out through African policy, governmental policy, after the influence of this American Christian group that's gone in there. So I'd like to call for an investigation. I'd like to see an investigation called by Congress to investigate that group. And why are they trying to influence, uh, you know, a country, uh, especially with a violent history uh, that they have and, and you know, that's not Christian. No. Christian. Christianity is love and acceptance and forgiveness. Anyone thinking it's any different, you've been misled and lied to. Mm. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I would like to see an investigation as well. And um, looks like we're running out of time. We're at the last minute. In the music is uh, coming your way next. Um, it's the music is coming your way next and uh we're going to get back to the music but this has been community speaks and uh thank you for all your emails i got your emails they were great uh talking about a great deal of uh a great many issues uh surrounding this issue so uh keep keeping uh keep them coming and i'll read them in the future and like i said we got i'm gonna greet you with a a book recommendation every week going forward here on Community Speaks. And so this is one of the reasons why this is going to be a great relationship. We're going to share a lot with one another. Thank you for all of your calls. It's always great to hear all of your emails. And uh, and keep it tuned. You're tuned to your community radio station. This has been Community Speaks. I'm your host, Patro Mavili. Keep it tuned. We're getting back to the music. It's the music is next. Following headlines from National Public Radio News. And don't forget to join Sean Canan tomorrow on Tuesday Cafe. Jeff Baradelli, meteorologist, will be joining him.